I remember asking myself once, what are the four things that I could summarize to cause me to focus on the four things that would cause me to live with spirit, to live my purpose, to live powerfully, to live meaningfully with purpose, with, with intent. What are the four things that I would do every single day, no matter what happened, that made sure I was being real? The four things excluded exercise, they excluded eating and shitting, they included uh, excluded uh, sex, they excluded relationship, they excluded um, so much of what the seven areas of life might call important because what they did is they just took me straight to the nub, to the heart, to the core of what it's gonna take to be successful. And my four are read, write, travel, speak. Read, write, travel, speak. Over the years, it's been 30 years since I wrote those down, how I read has changed very much from ancient books, which I've got a library, well, I had a library of 10,000, 20,000 books, which I've given away. But it's gone from books to videos, to podcasts, to all sorts of different forms of reading. But the reading is research. Writing is, if you ever get an opportunity to see my journal and to see my logbook of the courses that I've written with no students to attend. But I take everything I read and I write. And quite often I write some of it in a podcast, some of it in a blog, some of it in a new book, but I'm always writing because I think it takes form, takes the reading to form. And I summarize everything I learn from reading. And if I read a book in an hour, I will always write something about it. If I have a coaching session where I learn something, I always uh, podcast about it. Travel, that's changed form too. Once I, for 10 years of my life, or let's say for 40 years, I traveled by airplane. <clears throat> I started off with about 200 bed nights a year in a hotel room, and therefore spent 150 nights at home with my three children. I event eventually m migrated through the divorce process to 300 bed nights in hotel rooms, Travelling in that time, pre the World Trade Centre and pre all the COVID things and pre all of that, was so easy. And I travelled business class and so it was fun and I stayed in five-star hotels and so it was fun. And that was my life. But of course, travel is not so fun anymore and so my form of travel is the internet. Uh, my virtual coaching and doing videos and what have you so i for me when i when i wrote it i meant travel by physical body and now i i am more technically driven and more inspired to use the process of the google goggles and the holographic travel to be everywhere at once and speak well, when I first started, I wrote that down, meaning standing in front of large audiences, uh, delivering 
the beautiful work of consciousness. And bit by bit, I started to realize as a great story was given to me once, and that is that uh, a great teacher of the work that I do, um, Pythagoras in the history of it, stood up in front of 144 people one day. And by the end of the day, after 12 hours of teaching, only one person was left in the room. And somebody asked him, how does it feel to be so rejected? And he goes, well, I was only ever talking to one person. It just took a long time for 143 of them to leave the room. And I think that's why I've ended up coaching because I really only want to speak to one person in a room. I recently did a, a keynote to a group, a corporate group, and the leader of that corporate group was playing a game with that group. Uh, the game was not a game really, but it was infatuating the group with the idea of gratitude. Of course, that person doesn't really give a shit, although they claim to, what happens outside of the corporate environment as long as the product sells and the group make more profit and the company makes more profit and, and he or she that I was working for in that keynote gets uh, promoted. But I care about the lives of the humans and the individuals in the room. And I know that if you infatuate gratitude at work, you're gonna have resentment at home. And so what I presented was a balanced view of the concept of gratitude, to which he violently opposed me and got really pissed off that I didn't, didn't enhance, enable, or build the concept of infatuated gratitude. So when I say read, write, travel, speak, I mean have an infrastructure of my business that's functional so that when I do speak to a coaching session or to an individual, my passive income means that I am free to speak and deliver the work that I love, which is the concept of balance, the concept of two sides to everything, the universal laws of nature to bring people back in touch with their true nature, the true self. Instead of being infatuated or resentful, elated or depressed, attracted or repulsed. And so as time goes on, 40 years pass, 45 years pass, 40, 50 years pass as I deliver the work, I get more and more refined and I deal with less and less people, but the people I deal with have more and more influence. So read, write, travel, speak are my four. And what relationship I'm in, what suburb I live in, what company I work with, what individual comes into my presence, what training I do, what beach I have, what bike I ride, what car I drive is secondary. All of those things are designed to help me read, write, travel, speak and they've never changed, not for 40 years. What are yours? This is Chris, have a great day. Bye for now.